And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Thank you very much there, legendary John Bon Jovial. Welcome aboard listeners around the world, and of course our listeners in Rochester, New York, who listen via WRFZ, FM 106.3, Rochester Free Radio. Uh, we want to thank you all. We want to thank our friends at uh, Rochester Free Radio, including Steve Litvak, whose Rock and Roll Rumble show follows the David Bowers Awards on Rochester Free Radio. Armand Spins, who plays some really crazy eclectic music for you. And uh, also Jeff Bolton, who has an oldie Saturday evenings on WRFZ. Great bunch up there. We thank them for carrying the David Bowers Awards. And, of course, you, our listeners, without whom there would not be a the David Bowers Awards. We're glad to have you with us. We're glad to have you with us too, John Bon Jovial. What's uh, what's the happening? Uh, what's the haps here in Southwest Florida? Well, you know, it, winter's over. Uh, we had about uh, three weeks of a uh, nice winter this year, and it's getting back up into the mid eighties again. Much to the chagrin of everybody that lives here full time, myself included. Uh, but uh, you know what? It, it's it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. You got to overlook all that stuff because if you're going to live in Florida, I got to tell you, Naples, Florida is a great place to live. Uh, so you know we've been very fortunate. Uh, you know you mentioned just a second ago. You mentioned Steve Litvak, and uh, you know I've gotten to know Steve a little bit. Uh, you know vicariously through Facebook and other postings, and you know I thought that you and I, I thought we were weird. <laughs> we are yeah well i think we kind of pale in comparison to the 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 uh, dearly uh dear mr litvak <laughs> you think so i tell you, you what to, folks if you have not mind, heard he listens yeah i mean if you haven't heard he his show he's amazing he really is you know he, he does a great job i know he is a uh, yeah. He is definitely one of a kind, and uh, we love the guy to death. He's a, he's a great guy, and a, a, we're glad to be part of the uh, a part of the organization to which he is a part also. Absolutely. And uh, we thank him for all the kind things he's had to say about us. We've got probably some listeners are complaining, saying, okay, you've talked long enough. Where's the music you talk about? Well, we've got some music for you this week. We have got... Uh, an artist with his debut single coming up. We've got a lady from Pittsburgh who belts the blues. And we've got one hell of a ride from a guy named Richie Dave Porter who will be joining us uh, very soon in the next couple of weeks or so. And uh, here is his tune, One Hell of a Ride.
because I, I realized about 30 seconds into the song or, or, or whenever she started singing that listeners are going to be out there saying, what the hell happened to Richie's voice? I mean, would we speed it up? Yeah, we put it on the, uh, we put it on what we call the chipmunk control so that he could sound like the, no, never mind. <laughs> Richie has a partner now. Uh, and, uh, she is singing lead on this, and I should have prefaced this going in and uh, and mentioned uh, Deborah Sue would be singing lead on this, and that amazing guitar work, of course, is Richie Dave Porter. But, uh, well, anyway, uh, we know we caught your attention because, uh, yeah, definitely Richie's voice has changed a little. 
you can talk to him about it uh, in a couple of weeks uh, whenever he's going to be on. I don't have the schedule in front of me, but I know we've made arrangements that uh, he and Deborah Susan will be joining us. And uh, we'll, uh, I- I'm sure I will catch a lot of heat for that. But, uh, yeah, that's Richie David Porter, Richie Dave Porter, and Deborah Susan, one hell of a ride. That's the current single. And uh, we've got another track that he'll be uh, introducing on the show when he joins us. What did you think there, John? Some well, apparent, guitar licks there. Not bad. I mean, uh, it, it, he's, he's shredding on that thing. But apparently the message that I got from this is that if I look out my window... It's quite possible there's a limo out there waiting for me to give me one hell of a ride. <laughs> <laughs> well, you get to talk about Deb. You get to talk to Deborah Susan about that. Yeah. I'll say one thing. Uh, it, it, it takes it takes one hell of a singer to keep up with the with uh, Richie's guitar work. Oh no, that tell you uh, what, that thing kicks. That got- kicks. They did a great job yeah. on that. They really because he. Well, you know, I remember uh, I, we played his music in the past, and uh, this. I, yeah, I think this yeah. is probably. You know, one of the better pieces of rock and roll that he's that he's sent our way. I I I, I really like it. I'm impressed with it. We have a gentleman by the name of Davy Williamson who will be joining us in a few minutes. Davy is going to share with us his debut single, uh, which just came out, and uh, we'll be talking to him about uh, about that and uh, his career. He has a uh, he has a multi. Uh, talented career. He's a singer, songwriter, a multi-instrumentalist, quite a talent. And uh, we'll be playing his music and talking with him in just a few minutes. As a matter of fact, I'm thinking, why don't we get into it right now? And uh, we'll play what is now his signature tune because it's his debut release. This is Davey Williamson with Thin Disguise.
in disguise. That's Davy Williamson. And, uh, boy, that thing sneaks up on you. I mean, he's got some biting lyrics there, if you were listening to them. If not, listen to it again, because you're going to love that. But uh, that wild guitar there at the end just kind of steals the whole show, don't you think, John Bon Jovial? Oh yeah. Well, so far this is the uh, this is the shred show so far. Great guitar. <laughs> Absolutely. <work. laughs> and I'll tell you what. Let's bring the shredder in here and uh, have a sit down and talk with Davy Williamson. Hello, Davy. How you doing? Hey, how are you guys? <clears throat> doing fine, thanks. Great tune you thanks got there. Thanks for having there. me on. Oh, so glad you could be here with us. Great tune you have there, and uh, uh, we were just discussing, as you probably heard, uh, that. Uh, guitar work that kind of sneaks up on you there at the very end <laughs> yeah it's a it's placed a little bit different in the song putting it towards the end of the song to act as an outro um we've had some success with with scaring people at the very end with it well, <laughs> unexpected so definitely get good. their attention that's for sure <laughs> that's you know they, i got it I got to go off. Uh, I've got to go off topic here for uh, just a minute because the uh, notes I have say that you're a North Carolina artist and that you, uh, as a matter of fact, you fronted uh, a uh, North Carolina band. Uh, I was just looking through my notes here and I don't find the name of the band. Uh, yep. but, I was uh, in a band back in 2002 to oh, there uh, it probably is. 2007. Five maybe I can't even remember the dates, but it was a uh, third class passenger. Right, uh, that's the, the name. Was, was but the outfit. Yep. The I happen to know if my uh, if my investigations are are true and 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 hundred percent correct that you actually uh, we have a slight connection prior to that because as I understand it uh, before North Carolina. You were from a place that a lot of people outside the state of Florida haven't heard of, but uh, it's very well known in Florida as the strawberry capital, and that would be Plant That's City, correct. Florida. Yeah, well, uh, that is exactly I, uh, right. I spent time in beautiful Plant City uh, when I first came to Florida. It was a long time ago. We don't go quite that far, but I'm telling much. You weren't born yet when I was there, and uh, I was at the old WPLA radio in uh, in Plant City back in uh, well, let's see, what was it, seventy three, seventy four, back about then. And uh, I saw the notes that you were had been from Plant City, Florida, and I had to work that in there. I was because, born in Plant City. Yeah, I have a yeah, I, I have a soft spot in, in my heart for Plant City. It's a it's a great little town about what is about halfway between Tampa and Lakeland. That's that's uh, that's I think it's even a little closer to Tampa. So is it? from what I understand, because I, I well I think you're right. That's about right, it, isn't it? I'm thinking it's somewhere and, and uh, what's the Titusville is what I, what I was going in my head. Oh yes, Titusville. Yes, and uh, of course yeah, Brandon, which was uh, I don't know now, but I know when I was there, Brandon was a uh, was an up and coming community that. Uh, uh, really got a lot of attention in that area as well. But no, I really enjoyed well, I my family time. Brandon still. Do you? Well, I thoroughly I enjoyed my time in Plant City. As a matter of fact, I understand that uh, one or two of the people from the uh, from the old radio station are now uh, uh, hosting uh, shows at uh, when it was at the Red Roof Inn or something there in town. So 
if you go back there, be sure and say hello to uh, Plant City for me. John Bon Jovial is sitting here waving at me, so I know he wants to jump in here and say something too. John? Well, yeah, you know, I, I first of all, Davey, welcome. It is just absolutely fantastic to have you here with us. But I have uh, many fond memories of your neck of the woods. I went to USF many years ago and graduated back in 1974, so that'll probably tell you something about how much of a dinosaur I am. But um, I, I have um, I have some uh, some fond memories and also some blurred memories. I won't go into why of, of the, um, the the branch. Do you remember the branch ranch? I, I do not. Do the Branch Ranch Restaurant in, uh, Probably in, before in Plant time. City. Oh my God, that no. was just. Uh, I was I was, o- I was only in Plant City, I think, for a year. Um, ah, so I'm, okay. When I've never okay. been back. Oh God! I've, in fact, oh. I've never been back to Tampa. So the Branch Ranch was a pig out palace extraordinaire. It it was just a wonderful place. And <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I have one of those here but, in Wilmington, uh, North Carolina, where I where I'm from and grew up at, called oh, Casey's okay, Buffet. Cool. Uh, Amazing. I have a I have a, a grandson in uh, Raleigh, and uh, he's got a he's got a place that he and his family are uh, uh, familiar with that they like to hang out there. That's supposed to have some great grub, and I I disremember the name of the place right now. But hey, listen, we've digressed way beyond what we planned on doing. And uh, that's a great thing. So we're just sitting here chatting with you about y- your career and your music. Sure. So let's talk about your music. Now you've obviously put a lot into it. You've gone from, uh, from a local band, you've done punk rock, you've done rock music. Uh, you're doing this now. Tell us a little bit about your history, your growth within music and how music has grown within you to get you where you are now. Yeah, I appreciate it, Dave. So uh, kind of uh, to give you a little bit of background, I started playing. I was surrounded by music. So my uh, father played, stepfather played, uh, mother was a big fan, grandmother was a big fan of music, and I, I, my brother played as well. But we started around the same time. So then it became became a more competitive thing between him and I. Uh, when we were younger and we just picked up really easy because we were surrounded by it the whole time. So it made it, made it easy to be able to just pick it up and start learning. And then all of a sudden it took a, a, a quick shift to, to serious and then a little more serious, a little more serious, a little more serious. And then here I am today with it where, you know, we're having uh, just this single alone. I think it just hit uh, number. It was number one in on the iTunes charts on the rock, um, under rock uh, in right. South Africa. And then in Canada on a station up there, I think I just hit number 19 and then a couple other, a couple other locations um, around the world that were, were doing really well and, and charting and having some success with, with this single. So it's going good. It, and it deserves to, in addition to being strong musically, as I mentioned up at the top, uh, it's got some biting lyrics to it. And, uh, well, I read where the Hollywood Digest has, uh, they, they said, uh, the writer said it's urgent music for urgent times. And uh, I, I think just being noticed by the Hollywood Digest uh, says an awful lot. So if they do a write-up on you, uh, 
if they do a write-up on you and they're not banning you, that's a great thing. You, you're definitely <laughs> getting some great notice, and uh, I commend right. you on that. I commend you on that. You've right. uh, you've definitely done it. What what are the plans now? This is your debut release, and uh, that would kind of indicate that uh, you're either going to give up or you're you've got more in store. <laughs> and somehow, from talking to you, I don't get the impression that you uh, plan to be a one hit wonder. No, I, I hope I, I hope it doesn't turn into a one hit wonder. At least um, it's. I've I've been working on a um, an EP. Um, I, originally, I went into the studio just to finish up songs that I kind of had in my back pocket for a long time from when I had finished playing with some other bands that I never completed them. But it's it's just you get that itch and you want to get you got to do something about it. So I, I decided I was going to go to the studio and start doing them, and then. I didn't know how to play all the instruments in the younger years. So I didn't know how to go in and play the drum part if my drummer didn't know what I was doing because it would cause practices and this and that. Well, I was able to streamline this stuff and go in and played all the instruments, uh, did everything uh, myself, and then was able to put that out. And then, of course, Mixing Duties uh, went on this one to Sean Atkins, which is out of Fayetteville, North Carolina, from Background okay. Records. Mm-hmm. And they do a, they do a great job, and then... Uh, more mixing happened with uh, Steve Hardy, who's well-known. He did the Supernatural album with Santana, as well right. as Andy Vandette, who's a mastering engineer from the engine room in New York City. So, good guys, and, and then they decided they were going to help me get this EP put out. The songs just kept coming, and so now here I am. We have eight tracks that are being released, and that's supposed to happen in five days. Uh, pre-sale goes on, um, so they can start ordering now. And then uh, March 12th, uh, the, the, the full eight songs will be available. So looking Great. forward to that and seeing, seeing what comes of it. Well, we'll be looking forward to that, too, and uh, maybe get to share some of the tracks uh, both here and online. Uh, so that's something we definitely want to look Absolutely. forward to. And we want also to uh, make it known to you that once you're on our show, you're stuck with us. <laughs> you're, you're stigmatized. No, seriously. <laughs> Well, once you're on the show, you're part of our family. So we like to stay in touch. We like you to stay in touch with us. Uh, keep us posted on what you're doing. And, uh, of course, come back and see us again in the future. But also, I have, I a, uh, love to. I have a group music page on Facebook, the David Bowers Awards. And you can go on there mm-hmm. and you can post directly to that page your, uh, your music, your, your new releases, uh, your pre-sale, as uh, in this case, uh, play dates when we get back on the road, whatever you want to share yeah, with the listeners happen. and fans, uh, feel free to post it on that page. That's what it's there for. And okay. then we'll pick up on that and forward it to our the other social media pages and help spread the word. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, will, John Bon Jovi from your page. What, what, yeah, it's uh, on Facebook. It's the David Bowers awards. And we'll take it from there and we'll post it all over the place. We, you know, the the usual uh, Twitter, Instagram, all of those, all of those places out there, and uh, and some okay, of the yeah. promotional pages that we uh, that we mix with too. So we'll try and help 
of the word for you, but John Bon Jovi has looked at me like, I can shut up so I can say something. Go for it, John. Well, no, I just want, you know, look, we've, uh, Davey, we've just heard Thin Disguise, and, uh, you know, this is the first time I've heard it. Uh, David purposely will, you know, not allow me to hear the music, for lack of better words, so he can get an honest first impression. And I really, really like what I heard. But, you know, I just, I love that kind of guitar work anyway. Uh, But I guess what I want to know is, you know, what's next? This is the only song of yours that we've heard. Is, 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 Is this your thing? Are you going to be branching out into... Uh, other variants of music? Uh, are you going to go acoustic? Are you going to play some country, uh, the the blues, jazz? You know, <laughs> what is it about Davy Williamson that's that? Uh, what what what's next? What can we anticipate coming down the road? I, I've always been a, a rocker. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I like the hard rock stuff. I like the regular rock and roll. I love the blues. Um, I the punk rock stuff. I you know there's an influence from all of that that kind of builds into what I'm doing. Unfortunately, I can't put everything in every song, but there's influences of it uh, all throughout the EP when it's released. And again, that's February uh, 27th pre-sale starts. And then the full eight tracks that are available will be uh, for sale on all streaming platforms and anywhere that you can find music. And I'm going to post it here on the David Bowers awards uh, Facebook page for everybody to, to get their hands on it there as well. And then we can, uh, then we can all rock together and, and they can reach out to me uh, with DavyWilliamson.com where it'll have links to all the different social media sites that you can find me at as well as Facebook. And if you just Google me, there's a lot of good press that's been on that, on, uh, on that source. And uh, people get to know me a little bit better and hopefully become fans. Absolutely. And I'm glad you did that because my next, uh, my next thing I was going to say is here's your chance to, you know, do a little self-promotion and tell the folks how they can find you. And you've done a pretty good job of that. So I thank you for that. And uh, we definitely are looking forward to uh, that release and getting to hear those tracks. That's something we definitely want to do. And uh, we want to wish you all the very best in your endeavors. And again, open invitation. You're part of the family. Come back and see us anytime. You've got some new music coming out or whatever. Let us know, and uh, we'll see what we can do to work with you. And we are so happy that you were able to come and spend some time with us today. Your debut uh, single, your debut on the David Bowers Award, and uh, I love that. Uh, I love that expression the Hollywood Digest used to describe this tune: "Urgent music for urgent times." Davy, from one Davy to another, thank you. Congratulations on your debut, and uh, we look for a long string of some fantastic music from you. Guys, I really appreciate you having me on and I look forward to building this relationship and, and staying in touch. Thank you so much. We do too. Ladies and gentlemen, Davey Williamson wants you to get out there, check out his tune, Thin Disguise, and uh, also uh, watch for his new EP coming out in March. And uh, you can, uh, you'll be able to pre-order it soon go to his webpage and or one social media pages and check it out and get on the list to get uh, the new from Davey Williamson. Thank you again, Davey. John, what you get to offer for us? Well, 
uh, I tell you what, enjoyed our discussion with Davey very much. You know, we've got a uh, we've got another artist coming up, and and I and I'm kind of I'm looking forward. Well, I look forward to all of our artists, but but this young lady, you know, she just wails, and I am so looking forward to hearing her music and and speaking with Miss Freddie. And uh, I, I know that you have, uh, you know, done a lot of research into her. And, uh, you know, being the research maven that you are, <laughs> well, 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 we I, can do one of two things. We can talk about her a little bit more, or we could play her first song and then uh, talk to her. And she can tell us about the music. You know, I was thinking of doing just that because to me that sounded like a logical, uh, a logical next step to just go do the music because that's what it's all about. The music, the people who make it, and here they are, ladies and gentlemen. Here she is. She calls herself Miss Freddie, and this is her latest Wade in the Water. Trouble the water. Said Jordan's 
Come on in here. Say hello to everybody. Hi, everybody. Hi, guys. How are you? Hello there. Doing well. Thank you. And thank you for joining us today. What a great tune. Let's see if my notes are correct. Uh, you've got yourself a couple of Blues Foundation Awards, among other awards you've picked up. Uh, you have become the, uh, the, lady, the Queen Lady of Soul of the Pittsburgh and Western Pennsylvania area. And uh, you've also, let's see, you, you're also a cancer survivor. You're a nurse. Uh, is there anything you can't do? <laughs> climb the mountains. <laughs> I know. I hear you. Climb, I, hear you. I can't getting... climb mountains, and I can't be a, a NASCAR driver. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I'm finding out that uh, my mountain climbing days are, uh, are they're pretty much history now. Uh, so I'm not climbing too many of them either. But uh, hey, we are just so happy to have you here with us. Love the uh, love the tune, and I understand that that's a little bit of a change of pace for you in that it, it goes back to uh, church music and that's a reflection on your roots because you got started uh, singing uh, church music. I did. I did. Growing up, uh, a couple neighborhood kids and I, we would just, you know, sing whatever was out there the latest. And then mm -hmm. uh, when I was 15, I joined a uh, church that I was going to. I joined the choir. And I have to tell you guys, and, and it's okay if you laugh, I did my very first solo in the church at 15. It was terrible. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that would have been enough to know, discourage <laughs> a lot of people. <laughs> but it was. And you know what? And that's where my stage fright came in because, I mean, people were kind. Sure. And it's like, don't mm -hmm. do that, you know. But, but I was 15. I didn't know better. And I said, well, oh, that's absolutely. it for me. I'll never do this again. And so I just started <laughs> singing in church choirs like a background singer. Um, so, you know, fast forward, uh, I got to join my first band in 1996. But that was because the guy that I was dating was a bass player. And he heard me sing Silent Night to my son, who was a toddler at the time. And he uh -huh. said, I didn't know you could sing. And I said, I didn't know I could sing either. <laughs> so he said, we're looking for a vocalist. He's, I'm, I'm in this blues band. And, you know, back in my head, I'm like, please don't ask me. Please don't ask me. Please don't ask me. He said, why don't you come and try? And I'm like, uh. And I didn't want to say no. I said, okay, I'll do it. 
And, um, you know, the guys were all great, very understanding. They were in one room. I took the 100-foot microphone cord, put the mic, went in the bathroom, (laughs) closed the door, turned the water on, and started singing. That's how I got in the band. (laughs) (laughs) And that's a true story. People that know me, they know. It's like, yeah, I was there when she did that. I remember that. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's some notes for the grandkids and for your autobiography when you write it and it answers my next question which was going to be how did you overcome the trauma of that uh, of that initial singing experience <laughs> that seems like between between your love of music and your boyfriend and your son it seemed like you found the perfect uh, cure for that and uh, the talent did the rest it just came out and uh, we're glad it did because uh, you are just that. You're an amazing talent. Now, what, well, can what I this, tell uh, you a secret, though? Can I tell you a secret? You may I didn't tell come me. out of that until several years ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, the I, thing when was, I you... first joined that band for a whole year, mm-hmm. I would sit in the chair facing the wall while they faced the audience. I did that for a whole year sitting in the chair and I sang. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh yes, and then and my mentor, the band leader, may he rest in peace, Big Al Levitt. He said, "You're going to have to find a way to let them hear you sing." And at first, I was confused. And he said, "You know, he says I mean they want to see you. That way, they can actually enjoy listening to you." And so it took me several years. And then finally I just decided I'm going to, you know, do it. And the way I got over my stage fright, I still have a little bit, but not as bad. I pretend it's me in the audience and saying, you better entertain me. I paid money. I rearranged my schedule to come in. There you go. Sure. There you go. Well, you know, I found... I found that when I started trying to sing, I found out that I couldn't sing. And that's why I became a DJ and a music promoter, because that was the next best thing for me. Okay, I can't sing the music, I'll play it. I'll vouch for it. He can't sing. He can't sing at all. I'll vouch for that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've never heard him, so I can't say anything. But I am glad for what you do do and support us musicians. Well, thank you. We love what we do, and John and I got together uh, in an oft-told story. We got together, uh, what was it, eight, nine years ago, and started talking about how much we loved our days in radio, and uh, why don't we just go ahead and put something together? We'll do it on the Internet. We're not beholden to any any company, any corporation, and we can just do what we want to do the way we want to do it, and uh, that's exactly what we've been doing. It turned out to be a... Uh, uh, thing where we do a lot of work with emerging artists, uh, uh, the lesser knowns, and we've had we've had some of the name artists on here. We've had some uh, some wonderful artists. We had uh, uh, the late Charlie Daniels was on a couple of times. Uh, we've had uh, the Oak the Oak Ridge Boys have been on several times, and uh, uh, I'll tell you, a great bunch of guys there, uh, uh, Joe and all the guys. Uh, so. Uh, we, we've enjoyed working with the emerging artists, the local, the unsigned artists who don't have the record company money behind them. Uh, one of the things we like about it is the fact that they're free to be themselves. They don't have an A&R guy saying, okay, this is what's popular now, so this is what you have to do. And uh, Exactly. Yeah. We have, yeah. have a lot of fun, and uh, we've gotten to meet an awful lot of nice people. As a matter of fact, 
it, it is really, and I'm, I'm looking across at John right now, it is really amazing the people we have had on the show have been such great people. I don't think we've had one single guest on here that I would hesitate to have back on a second time. Uh, one, I don't think we've had one guest that uh, we didn't enjoy talking to. And uh, that's, you know, over eight years, that's a, that's a fairly fairly good mark. I, I think I've so, got to agree with you on wonderful. that. Yeah. Yeah, it, oh, it's that's wonderful. Congratulations. That's wonderful, It's been a great run. And, and, and uh, well, hello, Miss Freddie. This is John, and I'm so glad that you're with us. And, uh, <laughs> and, 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 Thank and, you, John. Hello, John. And, hello. Glad to be here with you. Uh, and I, All right, you two. Now, come uh, on. <laughs> I know. Get a, get a room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Wait but, a minute, that's crazy you said that because I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, okay, he's going to tell us to get a room, you know. <laughs> but, you know, I'm, I'm listening to... Yeah, we wanted, we wanted to make this casual, yeah, you know, well, like you know, maybe you sitting it. on the sofa in the living room, but come on. <laughs> okay, yeah, look, Dave, you know, Miss Freddie and I, we're on the sofa. You want to go in the other room, please, you know. <laughs> yeah, I get you. We'll... Yeah, just give us some privacy, you know. Yeah. This, you know, this is... This is adults now no <laughs> i'll just excuse myself you know, I, I, I don't know how much of the last interview that that you heard because i know that you were on hold with us for a while before we brought you in but uh, one of the things that uh, dave uh, purposely does by design is i don't get to hear the music until we actually air it on the show and uh, so you know, so we can get a you know a raw response if you will and I'm listening right. to your rendition of Wade in the Water and just absolutely falling in love with you for the rendition that you just pulled off with this. It is just wonderful. And there's so much of it that I'm listening to reminds me of some of the tent revivals that I used to go to as a kid when I was in college uh, up in Tampa back in the early 70s. And we'd go up to these tent, re tent revivals. And my friend and I, I mean, we were the only two white guys in there, but, you know, it was like we'd always get looked at, like, what are you guys doing here? And uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, really, yeah. it was yeah. such amazing music. And the way you cover Wade in the Water kind of brought me back to that. So I, I just want to thank you for doing it that way. That was wonderful. Oh, my gosh. You are so welcome. Um, I couldn't have done it without Mike Morgan out of Ohio. He was the producer. He actually approached me. I thought I was just going to do a song for a project. He was doing an album, and he said, no, I'm, I want you to pick a spiritual, and it's going to feature you. This is all about you and a single, and I've never done a single before. I've done two albums. And then he uh, contacted Jay Vernali and Kim Parent, who did the background vocals out of Nashville. And Kim and Jay and myself, we put it all together. And, and I'm going to tell you guys, when they sent me the final uh, track, when it was all done, the final mixing and everything, I, I broke down and I cried. Uh, because it brought me back to when I was a child. And it brought me back, came me fast forward for what's going on in the world today. And I said, oh, my gosh, this is the song. And I'm not saying it because I did it. I took myself out of that equation for a minute. And I said, this is the song that I want to listen to if I'm sad, depressed, I have an issue. You know, it seems like my world is, my world is caving in. This is what I want to go to. Mm -hmm. And I, I just okay. broke down and cried. And I told Mike that, 
And I talked to Jay last night, finally, because Jay's been busy, you know, and I told him, I said, you know, this is getting such a positive response all over. And I'm just so happy that we all could come together and do the project. Absolutely. I can relate with that. And I know Michael told me that we would enjoy having you on the show and your music and your stories. And he wasn't wrong. Um, Mike's directed some, uh, some excellent talent our, my, our way here for the show. And uh, when he says, you really should have this person on the show, I'd listen because he's, he's just done good stuff for us. And we're so happy that he directed you our way or us your way. However, uh, whatever the case may be, we got together and that's, uh, that's the important thing. We were really, really glad to have you, have you share your music. I do want to, before we run out of time, I want to touch on the one thing that we haven't. Uh, you are also nursing? Yes, I'm a nurse. I'm a registered nurse. And finally, after all these years, I get to have my dream job, which is I work in an outpatient setting, five days a week, eight-hour shifts. And I'm a surgical nurse by trade, so I deal with surgical oncology. Um, and our practice deals with pancreatic colon and rectal cancers. Mm. And um, that's just been my thing to deal with surgical cancer on the surgical side, not more so the medicine side as far as people getting chemo. Um, because I've been there twice, a survivor twice, you know, had surgery twice, just been through the whole gamut, but not those type of cancers. And I tell you, it's very rewarding because 90% of my job is talking to patients. And so you have to build trust with your doctor, first of all. He has to trust sure. you. And, and then the physician assistant, we've got a great team. And I'm not just saying that. We have a great team. I love working with them. We stay on top of things. I love working with my physician assistant. She's great. She runs the clinic. You know, I'm her backup. Um, our surgeon, our attending, he's great. Our surgery schedule. I mean, I just, I just can't say enough because they are important. It brings the team together. And our sure. patients appreciate that. And I'm telling you guys, I remember when I first started, I wouldn't get out of there. Now, I'm supposed to be done at 4.30 Eastern mm -hmm. Standard Time. I'm not getting out of there until 6.30, 7 o'clock. <laughs> well, that was in the beginning. That was the first six months. And I said, okay, enough of this. I have to learn to prioritize. So I did. And, I, you know, I'm getting out of there on time, but I'm taking, making sure our patients are taken care of. Sure. I'll tell you, the things that I have noticed that I'm drawing from this are besides your own personality, your your bedside manner, if you will, uh, and the person that you are, plus being a cancer survivor yourself, I, I, I have this, I can't help but have this feeling that the patients you're dealing with are very fortunate indeed to have you there on their team. Oh, thank you. Um, it's and, you know, the appreciation is shown. And, you know, they don't have to buy. We don't have to buy each other. But we appreciate each other. We say thank you. You know, it's the simple things that matter yes. a lot. And it's the respect. And if you're, you're right. and if I'm going to tell you, I don't know if I run my team by my emotions. But I know if I'm not feeling good, if there's something on my mind or something, you know, I'm very quiet. And they're not used to that. And they're like, what's the matter? You know, and they think they're, you know, I says, well, and, and I don't like to go into details because I don't like to burden people with what's going on with me. I'm, I'm the type of person I have my faith 
and then I try to work it out myself. And um, I said, I think I better just pretend I'm happy when I, you know, I might not be feeling good or something's wrong sure. <laughs> because these people like them, it sets the tone and, and I'm not trying to do that. You know, I tell them, I said, I'm human. You know, I do have headaches or I might ache or something or something may mm-hmm. happen. Someone I know may have passed away or they might, there might be a patient of ours that I'm so worried about that I have to block out the world and concentrate and how am I going to take care of this, you know, this patient. So, uh, that's why I, I I love what I do. I love being a nurse. Let me, Can I uh, say how long I've been a nurse? <laughs> yes, yes, by all means. How about if I give you a year and then you can calculate it? I graduated from nursing school June first, nineteen eighty-seven. Oh my gosh! Congratulations! Congratulations! Thank you, and I'm still too young to retire. <laughs> Now oh, let me let, let me uh, let me let me jump in here with a vocabulary. Let me jump in here with a question because I know that the type of oncology that you are dealing with, you know, I mean that's there, there's no such thing as a good cancer. They're all serious. One, you know, some to you know a, a bit more than others. Uh, but you Absolutely. know, mu- music is such a powerful form of communication, and more importantly, I think it could be a powerful medicine. Do you yeah. do you sing to your patients? Oh because with God. with a voice like with a voice that. like you with a voice like you have, I you know it it could be if anything, it could be a mental soothing. I, I, right. I just I, it it just I just kind of flashed on that while you were talking about your career, and I'm thinking that you know this is you know music. I know that music makes good medicine. It does. And at one time I wanted to get into music therapy, but I would have to go to school full time and I couldn't. But I'm going to tell you throughout my years, um, as when I used to do bedside nursing, taking direct care of the patients, I used to sing um, to, you know, up and down the hallways. If there was something going on with one of my patients or some of my patients, um, if I'm trying to solve a problem, I'll, I'll just start singing. And out of that, being a musician, there's a program um, in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, headed by Annie Pugar. It's called Music Smiles under the Sonny Pugar Memorial Foundation. And Sonny had pancreatic cancer, and of course, he died uh, some years ago. And he was a drummer. He and his wife had started it. She carries it on. They take musicians in the community, and we go to hospitals, rehab centers, nursing homes, and I've been and I've been doing that. Um, and it's so rewarding. I love it. We're running out of time here. So before we do, I want to reiterate what I'm sure you heard me tell uh, Davey Williamson before he left about uh, you being part of our family now that you're on the show and my Facebook groups page, the music page, the David Bowers Awards, where you can post your releases, your music news and everything. Feel free. That's yes. what it's there for. You can post directly to it. And we've got about 30 seconds left, so I want you to be sure and tell the folks now about this next tune we're going to play because Miss Freddie going to fix you. Oh, my goodness. It's an original tune written by a bass player out of Pittsburgh, Mike Sweeney, and it's perfect. And every time I play it out, I sing it out, I dedicate it to the health care workers or caregivers that's taking care of somebody you know, uh, so it's a good, it's a great song, blues song, dance tune, and I love it. And it's one of my second most requested songs whenever I perform out. Fantastic, Miss Freddie. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank we you. look forward to you coming back in the future. 
Thanks, you guys. And, you know, just tell them where they can find me on my Facebook page, Miss Freddie, or Instagram, Freddie Stover, or uh, Twitter at MissFreddie17, or go to my website, MissFreddie.com. And I appreciate you, you guys. Thank you. You just did that. And if they, if listeners, if you have trouble finding her, like all, drop me a line and I'll help you find her online. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Freddie and Miss Freddie's going to fix you. You come home, sir, been working all day. You need a nurse to take those aches away. Miss Freddy's gonna fix ya. Miss Freddy's gonna fix ya. Leave your troubles behind. Let me ease your mind. Miss Freddy's gonna fix ya. I'll fix you up fine. I'll take you in. Look after you. You'll be a new man before I'm through. Miss Freddy's I would, baby. Miss Fred is gonna fix ya. Uh huh. Leave your troubles behind. Let me ease your mind. Miss Fred is gonna fix ya. Well, fix you up fine. With me, baby, is everything gonna be all right? And there you have it. That was Miss Freddie. What a what a joy to talk to her. And we thank you so much, Miss Freddie. We also thank Davey Williamson for coming in and sharing his debut single with us. And we look forward to having both of them come back and join us in the future. We also look forward to having you come back and join us next week for more music and all kinds of crazy things happening on the David Bowers Awards. Meanwhile, John Bon Jovial. 
take us home. Okay. Thanks, folks. You did it again. You spent another perfectly good hour with us here at the David Bowers Awards, and we certainly are grateful that you've uh, allocated the time. The David Bowers Awards is broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and, of course, from the Valley of the Sun in Tempe, Arizona, and we are available for absolutely free on most of the major streaming services. Be sure to follow the David Bowers Awards on Blog Talk Radio, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, places like that, and join us next week for the David Bowers Awards, Saturday at 12 p.m., that's noon Eastern on WRFZ FM 106.3 Rochester Free Radio, and on Blog Talk Radio, Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and, of course, 6 p.m. UTC. So until next week, for the David Bowers and Nick, our marvelously geeky engineer, I am yours truly, the legendarily lovable John Bon Jovial, urging you to wash your hands, still got to keep your distance, wear that face mask, and we will see you next week right here on the David Bowers Awards.